When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome into Best on the Board. Thursday, May 26th. Michael Beller, Dan Santaramita, and Brandon Funston are here with you to talk Eastern Conference Finals Game 6 on this episode of Best on the Board. And you guys, thank God, this is the last time we have to talk about this series. Because even (laughs) if there is a Game 7, even if Miami somehow wins Game 6, which I don't think they're going to do... Game seven is going to fall on a Sunday. We're not getting together on a Saturday or a Sunday to rush up an episode on this. So this will be the last time we talk about this wildly boring minimum six game conference final series. I've mentioned things like this in the past. I don't have a whole Rolodex of conference finals stored in my brain, but I'd be willing to bet in the team photo of most boring NBA conference final series. This is this is in there if it's not at the top of the podium, Funston. I mean, just my God. And we got it again on Wednesday night. Just another wildly boring game with the Celtics coming out on top. Yeah, and, and we're always, you know, that might be a little hyperbolic and recency bias uh, sure. centric, but the point of the story, of the moral of the story, is it's been a boring series. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Um, maybe we can go out with a a nail biting flourish here, but either way, I am ready to you know ready to let's see what the the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference you know ready to bring those two together and let's just you know get to the get to the big prize here. Yeah, well, Dan, I was getting already watching this game last night thinking like, oh, my favorite stat that I love going back to that every game has been double digits going into the fourth quarter in this series. Like, oh, man, that looks like that's not going to happen. And then what do you know? The Celtics just keep putting together bucket after bucket after bucket and stop after stop after stop. And yet again, we got a double digit deficit going into the fourth quarter in this series in game five. It's just uh, Celtics just need to put everyone out of their misery and end this thing on Friday. <laughs> Put, put Max Struess out of his misery. <laughs> oh, God. This entire Miami offense. My goodness. Yeah, I I was texting with some friends about this one because I, I, I told them I had the over, and I think the text was, can an over die in five minutes? And the answer is yes. The answer <laughs> yes. is yes. It can die yes. in five minutes. It can. But, it, it can and it did. <laughs> but what's so amazing about it to me is Boston's turnovers in the first half. Like, I mean, yes, Miami with – Butler obviously not anywhere near 100. percent Tyler Hero still out when you when Butler's not able to put in the big numbers. You need a big role player like that, and they just can't score right. And their defense still was pretty effective for a little bit. Boston's turnovers like this was just one of those games where it's like, man, can anyone do anything <laughs> for the first half? And then finally Boston woke up and it was over. And I mean. I, I'd, I wish we could have seen a healthy Miami in this series because it was mm-hmm. two two well two one really, uh, and and it looked like we might have had a fun series on our hands. And I just Miami is not uh, it's a shell of it's what it could be. And on paper, neither of these rosters, like I said it before the series, these are both some greater than the sum of their parts rosters, right? Especially Miami, where you look at the individuals and you go, well, I guess this is a conference finals team, but 
once they lost, you know, Hero and Butt was not 100%, they don't have the, the bodies and the depth to overcome that. You know, we've seen Dallas overcome Luka Doncic and hang in the playoffs, and Miami mm-hmm. just isn't built that same way. No, they, they really aren't. They really aren't. And like, I mean, I honestly felt, I said this on the show, that Boston-Milwaukee was the real Eastern Conference Finals, and maybe that wouldn't have happened. Maybe that wouldn't have been proven true. Uh, if any, I mean, I, I guess we're, we're, writing the, uh, we're writing the obituary on the Heat. The series is not over yet, but uh, it still feels like I think we do look back on it and say, like, if Milwaukee would have won that Game 7 over Boston, I think we'd be looking at them in this position with their sights firmly set on the NBA Finals. Yeah, that's just a lot of injuries. It's a lot of having to, you know, lean on Jimmy Butler, who, you know, right now is struggling to to carry that weight. Um, And I think, you know, as we talk about things, like we probably all want a Golden State Boston finals anyways because of the star power, because Mm -hmm. of the, you know, because Boston has talent that is better, deeper into their roster and Golden State, obviously, with their star power and the Splash Brothers and and all that. So, yeah. I think that's what we're going to get. We're assuming mm-hmm. that's what we're going to get, and I'm I'm good with it now. I mean, yeah. uh, so here we are. Celtics are eight-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Back in Boston, 201-and-a-half. Ridiculous. That's the total in this game. I mean, Miami is just like Jackson Brown running on empty, you guys. I mean, they just they cannot get anything going offensively. We all saw it in game five, and it's like – why do you expect anything different in game six? Why would you? Jimmy has to do everything on his own. That's been the case now for a couple of games here. Bam Adebayo can do what he can do, but, uh, you know, what can what can Bam, like, with the way he gets his offense, what can he really do in a way that significantly moves the needle? A game here, sure, but something that's going to be long-lasting, that's just not the style of player that he is. Tyler Hero maybe going to be out again, and you know we can you, know, you can say what you will about Tyler Hero. It's not like he was shooting the ball great before uh, he suffered that injury, but at least he's a guy because of his shooting ability who can score in bunches, who can very quickly give you like eight points and three trips up and down the floor. And so, like without any of that, like it's just I, I, Celtics minus eight and a half is absolutely a play for me. Who wants to jump in here? I'll, yeah, I'm I'll with jump you. in. Yeah, I'll jump in. I you know you try to like. The problem here is you try to, like, you know, uh, cast narratives in your head on how Miami, this, you know, Jimmy Butler is going to give it all and, and this Miami team is going to give everything they have. And and then you're like, well, Boston, you know, they can't afford to let this get back to Miami and let the momentum swing back around. And I think what it really just comes down to is forget all that noise and just who's the better team at this point. And it, mm. it's Boston. And who's who's at home? It's Boston. Like, all the advantages right now are with Boston. And even, like, this – this core, the core of this team has been together for you know a few years and has been having these battles. And I just feel like this is probably the time that they realize this is this, we're getting over the hump at this point. And I, I just feel like it, you know, as much as I want to try to make Miami, you know, hang around or whatever, it's probably their mm-hmm. will has been broken. And this is Boston's game. It does feel that way, Dan. I'm going to jump in and put. I mean, that first half yesterday, right? Um, it, that was who Miami was, and for Boston, it was just a bad first half. Yeah, Jason Tatum doesn't go one for nine because of the great defense you're playing against him. 
It, it, I mean, he maybe goes three for nine because of great defense you're playing against him. Jason Tatum goes one for nine. It's because he's just missing some shots that he's typically going to make. And we saw that flip in the second half. And you just saw that Boston was still Boston was still getting some looks. Boston was still running its offense, and they just weren't having any shots go down. And Jeff Van Gundy, uh, coming out of uh, halftime, said that he would be shocked if Boston didn't win that game. They were down by five um, in, in, going into the start of the second half. They're down by five at halftime. And... That's Jeff Van Gundy comes right out and says basically that and says like he then he said something like I think it was word for word I will be shocked if Boston doesn't win this game and then boom they come out and they just totally take uh, control of the game in the third quarter and they went from down by five at the start of the third quarter to game over we won at the end of the third quarter and I think that's an illustration of really where this series is right now. I, the stat of the game for me was when Jalen Brown, I think it was Jalen Brown, had four turnovers to three points late. I don't know if it was the end of the first quarter or very late in it, and he hits the bench. It's like, when you have more turnovers than points in a quarter, it's like, oh, boy, that is, uh, that's not pretty. That's just what was going on for Boston. And, and, yeah, turnovers typically don't last like that. Yeah, bad shooting, yeah. streaky comes and goes, but turnovers is a weird, weird stat that just, like, that was why they were struggling. That ended – and, uh, you know, Beller, I feel like you've been on the Celtics and the spread in every game and it's it's missed sometimes. But uh, <laughs> I, I think you'd have to yeah. go double. Yeah, I think you've had to go. You'd have to go double digits for me to not want to take it here. So yeah. uh, and, and even and I played the over, I, I at least avoided it in game four. So it was three and one on the over. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh-huh. But two or one and a half. I don't know how Miami scores 90 points. <laughs> like 90 I don't know how they get to 90 I don't I, I don't see it. like unless Jimmy magically heals and he's healthy there's they can't do it Kyle Lowry's I, not I swear 100%. I swear he scored 40 Jimmy Butler scored 40 I think they had 87 one game earlier in the they, playoffs that's, <laughs> I was like I has any player ever scored half of their team's points in a playoff game it's it pretty yeah, close Jordan might have done it once or twice yeah, yeah. I remember some yeah. of those Bulls Jordan and everybody else games yeah I so it's just the, yeah the Celtics in the under the yeah, the lowest number that shows up for an individual team score for for Miami at least on BetMGM is ninety nine and a half and the under Miami to score under ninety nine and a half in a basketball game in twenty twenty two in the Eastern Conference Finals this is a good team is minus one seventy five under ninety nine and a half minus <laughs> one seventy five you think this team's gonna score a hundred points you can get plus one thirty five on your money. And like, <laughs> how like it's it, like it, how do you even piece it all together? Like you just, I I I'm totally with you, Dan. I'm, I'm probably not gonna play the under just because again, like we we talked about it a, a lot this week. Like you don't need to do everything. Like instead of playing the Celtics and the under, I'd rather just put two units on the Celtics because like I just don't see how they don't cruise in this game. And so that yeah. that leads me to something else that I was thinking. Oh, go ahead, Dan. I was just kidding. I, the, the heat under might be the safer play in case Boston wins like 120 to 80 or something. Yeah. <laughs> Even that they, would be an is, under. 120 to 82. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely there for Boston because even though like the, the, off- the offense hasn't been totally there for them in spades in this series, like their guys are as healthy as you're going to get, I would say, for this stage of the season. That's just not the case for Miami. So that that club remains in Boston's bag. A 120-point game is still something that they're capable of. I think that you know the, what we always talk about with blowouts, that obviously could come into play also, right? If Boston has this game in hand, no reason for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to rack up fourth quarter minutes on their legs. They can just get ready for, you know, maybe Golden State's already closed things out 
uh, by the time they play Game 6 in the Eastern Conference. Of course, Golden State will have a chance to close things out on Thursday night in the Western Conference. So that's definitely something that uh, that could, could end up happening, excuse me, as we look at this. So it's just, I, it, it feels like we already know how this script is going to finish before we see the end of it. And so I was thinking about something today. Like I said, we talk, we've talked about this now six times. we talked about this series, and it just hasn't been the most entertaining series. So I was thinking... Yeah, maybe you don't even watch this. What would you rather do? Some things you'd rather do than watch Game Six. What about like a uh, you know a tribute watch of Goodfellas or Field of Dreams? Oh, so, you know, Ray Liotta. Yes, Ray Liotta's passing. Yeah, I know that came that came out of nowhere right before we started. Uh, right before we started recording. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would yeah. be even if this was a contentious series, that would still be in play <laughs> as as you know potential. But uh, definitely now with the way this series has gone, for sure. Yeah, you know one of my favorite scenes in uh, in Goodfellas is uh, the when they're in prison making dinner. Oh yeah, <laughs> chopping up the garlic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right the, with the razor. Don't put yeah. too many onions in the sauce. Oh, uh, I just and, think of that movie. It's just uh, Leota's laugh, just the way yeah. it's like, just so <laughs> demonstrative and just like uh, it's, it's classic. Uh, yeah, that that garlic chopping is uh, is infamous in my Italian family. That is a that oh, yeah? is a, a big deal scene. It's like yeah, the, the care put into the ingredients, uh-huh. even when you're. Do you in do prison. that? Does anyone in your family do that? You 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 char- shaving shaving the garlic nice and thin with a razor blade or something akin to a razor blade? No, in fact, this is the point in the show where I I mentioned that I'm kind of the pariah for not liking garlic that much. <laughs> oh no! This is this was a very yeah. I uh, they're like putting garlic and everything, and I'm like, wait, why do you want to do that? Why? why don't I don't understand. What's so good about this stuff? So that was that was the non-Italian half of me coming out. Probably I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, the uh, yeah the I mean, all one of the all-time great gifs that we have also. Uh, with uh, you know the after in the shower after the Lufthansa heist when he's listening to it on the radio and just slamming his hand on the on the shower wall that is just that is a classic. Yeah, I, I always preferred Field of Dreams. Goodfellas got great scenes, more stressful movie. Field of Dreams, come on, James Earl Jones. It's kind of cheesy, it's, isn't it? I see. What? That's the thing is, it's either <laughs> it walks that line of either you think it's like even the whole time, even that as someone who loves that movie, it walks that line between really good and totally crazy, just like out of this world crazy, like hard to follow and like too much. But I, I love that movie. I think you got to go in kind of just like kind of taking your jaded side of you yeah. and 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 let it, in checking it at the door and coming in with like a little yeah. bit more of that childlike I still like it it's, it's, it's just you know yeah, Did yeah. You? i mean you could argue on best baseball movies and i mm-hmm. that that could be what trips that up and, and doesn't yeah. let it get to the finals but it's you know when yeah. it first came out i was i was blown away by it yeah. but i was like sure, sure. i don't know i was early early 20s late teens something in there mm-hmm. and and i was like yeah wow Timothy Busfield, the uh, you know Ray Liotta's or uh, Kevin yeah. Costner's brother-in-law in that movie, the one who's like urging him that he's got to sell, got to sell, got to sell, blah blah blah, and then the daughter falls and he can suddenly see everything after they get the hot dog out. Right? Moonlight Graham saves her. I've seen the movie clearly. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he's in one of my favorite childhood baseball movies of all time, which is Little Big League. You know, he plays the first baseman. Yeah, isn't Ken Griffey Jr.'s in that right? Well, that's see. So Tim, we're getting way off topic now, but who, who cares? Because this is sort of the point of of Celtics Heat Eastern Conference Finals. So Dan and I are about the same age. 
I'm a couple years older than Dan, but you know, we were both born in the mid eighties. So like those nineties movies are our childhood movies and the nineties baseball movie that was really the goat kids movie is little big league. Everyone wants to throw the sandlot out there, but little big league was awesome. Little big league was the kids movie for kids who actually played baseball. Whereas the sandlot was a kids movie that happened to have baseball in it. Little Big League was awesome. Little Big League had real minor leaguers as extras, so the baseball scenes felt really real. Uh, King Griffey Jr. was in it. Randy Johnson was in it. Mickey Tettleton was in it. Pudge Rodriguez. Like that was a that was a great baseball movie for kids. Whereas The Sandlot is a kids movie with baseball. So I'm gonna have to little, go. Give me I'm a little have to go rewatch Little Little Big League. I've I've seen it, yeah. but I don't remember. I mean, you're, like res- 50, you're like fifty now, so it might not have that same oomph it did right. for me in like 1995. But still. It's it's the far superior movie. How old were you in ninety five? Uh, I would have turned eleven in September of ninety five. My son's fifteen. I was gonna say I could make him watch it with me, and I could try to live vicariously through him. Yeah, right. A little bit of little bit of cynicism at fifteen, right? But uh, it might hold. I think it could hold up for a fifteen year old. (laughs) All right. Well, that might have to be on the list. Well, especially you guys with Griffey in in the unit. Yeah, that's unit in his Mariners days, obviously. Yeah, that's good times. Yeah, ninety five. That was the heart of uh, you know Mariners. Yeah, good times. That was. I want to say it was. It had to have been about there. Dan, are you are you are you little big league over the Sandlot with me? I don't know if I've seen it, and if I have, I don't remember it. Uh, I always skewed towards Major League and Field of Dreams, A League of Their Own, as another one. Those are my baseball movies. Uh I didn't love The Natural. I didn't love Sandlot the same way. I was a Sox fan, so I didn't like the what's the the rookie of the year for the thank you. Yeah, I never could get into that one. He, he sings the seventh inning stretch at a game at Wrigley every year. Yeah, I that know kid, it's a big a thing does? in Cubs lore. The kid does, yeah, Tommy oh. and Nicholas, who you know was in American Pie. That's crazy, what, isn't it? Uh, yeah, which a lot of people <laughs> are my and Dan's age know him from, of course, American Pie. But yeah, he sings. At, at, he was already he already did his seventh inning stretch earlier this season. Well, I consider myself pretty immersed in pop culture, and I'm just now realizing that's the same kid that was in American Pie. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Kevin honestly, American Pie. I honestly just put it th- together on Sunday by coincidence. A friend of mine mentioned that. So they go, I'm right there with you, Funston. Wow. Like, oh, yeah, he does look like him. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, guys, I guess I'll bring us back to reality. We had a nice little tangent there, and I uh, guess we can finish up with this. So, I, I mean... Probably the only thing I'm going to be betting here. I'm not even going to really mess around with any props. Just all the units I would do elsewhere, it's just going to all be on Celtics minus eight and a half for me. What do you got, Funston? Uh, I'm tempted on Jason Tatum rebounds plus assists, one of my favorite little player prop uh, categories. And it's 11 and a half, and he's coming off a 21 and a half in a game in which they had, you know, they had uh, Miami pretty handled and pretty handily. so and he's been over four six last six and over you know kind of emphatically in those four and the bot you know the ones he missed were tens so he's right there even when he's missing um just seems like with his usage his ability his versatility 
Um, that 11 and a half over on that is not tough for Jason Tatum. I, I like Jimmy Butler's under. I don't know what it is. I don't think I need to know what it is. It's going to be under. <laughs> uh, I mean, good. the only chance it's possible it, it doesn't get posted for a while because they're going to continue to wonder how healthy he is. It'd have to be under 20 for me to not take the under. He just doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. Game four, he was mostly deferring. He was out there for probably more minutes than he should have been, but he wasn't taking a lot. Um, lot our game, uh, yeah, game four, and then game five. Yeah, yesterday he's four of eighteen. He was aggressive early, wasn't getting it to fall, and then he started deferring again, and then he started shooting more, and it wasn't falling. It's just I don't think he's uh, he's anywhere near a hundred percent. That there, if the thought was, oh, he didn't play game four because they were up two to one and I, or, you know, didn't, well, that was the question of whether he would or not. And the reality is he's just not anywhere near a hundred percent. They had to throw him out there because they know they need him and he's just not ready uh, to be back from the look of it. So that's it. That is it. And regardless of what happens over the weekend, no matter what, next time we get together, this will be behind us, the Western Conference Finals. That'll be over, and we will be talking about the NBA Finals. Please, we need a breath of fresh air in these NBA playoffs, and I don't think any breath of fresh air could possibly feel better than Celtics, Warriors, and what an NBA Finals that would and hopefully will be hopefully that's the matchup we're getting that's gonna do it for this episode of best on the board thanks for meandering down baseball movie memory lane with us for dan and funston i'm michael beller talk to you soon good luck happy betting have a good weekend later